seven, six, five, <laughs> four, three, two, three, four, two, just a little humor. One. Take it away, Michelle. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Or for some of you, this would be a Taco Tuesday. And I hope for most of you it is. We are the Dirty Stayouts. Ow. And we are the Taco Bell Town. I'd like to go around and introduce us. We're here. We're happy to entertain you this evening. Calling out live from the Sheldon Field here in Northampton, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Uh, right abut against a cornfield. And uh, I want to introduce... The fellow Dirty Stay Outs, we'll start with the gentleman on my right here, Mr. Matt Woodland. Hey, I'm Matt Woodland here. I'll be a, I'll be a Dirty Stay Out tonight. Here we are uh, broadcasting live from under the tree. You might hear a constant barrage of uh, crickets, and that's because we're keeping it real. We're in nature, mm-hmm. you know? And we heard a few sheeps earlier, which makes me wonder uh, <laughs> what kind of autumn uh, festivities might be around the, uh, right around the bend. Sheeps. What, uh, what might be happening with the sheeps? All right. That's... Is sheep sharing a fall activity? Maybe our uh, other co-host here, Ryan, the other dirty stay out, could shed a little light on the subject. How you mm. doing, Ryan? I'm doing pretty good, and I am dirty, <laughs> I'm out, and I aim to stay that way. Yeah. Dude, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's totally what's up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how's everybody? How, how'd your day go? Everybody have a good day? What kind of a day? Good day, bag day? Day, yeah, pretty good day, I'd say. Pretty good day. I'm just pretty much on the edge of my seat. Um, looking forward to the podcast. And as you can see now, I was so on the edge of my seat that now I am uh, sitting on my knees. Actually, we couldn't get the microphone <laughs> to come down to my face. So you know what? I, you know, make, uh, make, uh, I, uh, what I always, I'm always looking for a solution. So I went on my knees, like I'm uh, in a yep. in a dojo, uh, paying respect to the sensei, the sensei that is the Dirty Stay Out Podcast. Thank indeed, you. Indeed, indeed, indeed. How about you, Ryan? What you got going on? I was uh, I was fighting with with different microphones. Actually, one of these microphones all day for various reasons. Technology, it's crazy. But they look like big metal snakes. They're on yeah. uh, like that Pixar light, but with uh, metal snake head microphones at the end of it. It's a little scary, a little spooky, but it's kind of fun though. In the middle of a field. In the yeah, it's just field. just the amount of danger we need to feel alive out here, you know. What do we got here? A moth? A butterfly? Something's zipping around. <laughs> it's attracted to our light. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Typical moth. Moths are so predictable. Here's my thing about a moth. <laughs> Not to get tangential, but a moth is just... <laughs> that's just a hobo butterfly, right? <laughs> Catching the next flatbed of that uh, freight train. Am I right? For sure. With a little yep. fedora and a, yeah. a suitcase. Yep, that's right. Blunderbust on the, over his shoulder. I, a blunder. I don't think you. A highway. A highwayman has a blunderbust. Are those the same people that catch trains in the 1800s? <laughs> oh. Oh man. But we digress. They all have mustaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big, beautiful, old-timey mustaches. Just like that moth. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of moth, let's tell stories. No, this is not that podcast. We're more action-packed than that. Do you think a moth, like? Is jealous of butterflies? Do you think a moth which wishes it was like pretty like a butterfly? I Kinda think it like... has a little bit of an inferiority complex. Sure. I would. Well, I think a moth like what we do is like you have to look at a butterfly. Like, it's like you're just a gilded caterpillar, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's like we know where you came from. So it's like, it's like uh, it's yeah, it's that uh, it's like that new money thing. I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about. I we we've we've stayed on this topic much too long, and now I'm speaking very ignorantly. 
I'm first I mentioned that it was Taco Tuesday and I just want to know what's up. I want to know what the plan is for tacos with everybody tonight. Have you had tacos? Are you going to have tacos? What kind of fucking tacos are you going to have? Mm. So last week uh, there was a lot of talk about tacos <laughs> and after I left the field I headed over to the Taco Bell. Damn. And Taco Bell, if you do not know, has recently revamped its entire menu and gotten rid of many of the old standbys, such as the grilled cheese burrito. What? Yeah, it's it's delicious. So I decided I'd get a taco, and I went with the uh, Dur Nachos Dorito taco. Ooh. And I, I got it, and it came in a little sleeve. And I went to take my first bite of it, and it immediately uh, crumbled in my hand and spilled all over my lap Ugh. and my car. That figure. That's Did terrible. you eat it off your lap no, anyways? Did you like just dig in there and just feed yourself? So I ate some of it, and some of it fell down onto the seat, onto the floor. So one day me. goes by, <laughs> and now I have a mouse that lives in my car. <laughs> oh my good lord. And I don't know how he got in there. And I was going to have uh, a fun little segment where we would think of a name for the... What's a good name for the mouse that lives in my car? But I put some mouse traps in my car and he's dead. So. Oh, okay. well. Mouse doesn't have a name anymore. It's garbage. That's the end of whatever that was going to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. John Doe, yep. the mouse. <laughs> Potter's Field for you. Rest in peace, yo. Rest in peace. Fifle goes south, way south. He to hell. got that That's fucking Taco about. Bell before he died, though. Like, mm -hmm. he got that Taco Bell with that delicious cheese. I don't feel bad. That mouse went out with, like, you gave him a good meal. I thought it was fun. funny that he was in there, and then people started telling me stories about mice chewing out, like, brake cables and things that you need in your car. And uh, I decided it was either him or me. Mm hmm. Well, it's a, as the old adage goes, if you give uh, a mouse uh, Dos Locos <laughs> taco from Taco Bell, <laughs> you're going to have a carcass on your hand. <laughs> Speaking of carcass, I always try to segue when it's not time to segue, and that's my fault, and I apologize. But we appreciate that about you. Test one, two. <laughs> Legendary, beautiful. So that's so you have a, so that's your mouse taco story, Ryan, I yep. take it. Be good. Legendary tacos. Michelle, how about you? Let's talk tacos. What are, you, what are you getting into? What'd you get into? What are you getting into? Well, what I'm getting into, uh, I'm trying foraying into the vegetable or the vegetarian tacos, which you always miss the meat. You always miss the meat. Mm -hmm. And I'm living with my mom now, and my mom made tacos Tuesday. I don't know why I was so surprised when I came home to a bowl full of taco shells and a whole bowl full of meat but uh you're kidding me wow i'm not kidding you man and i've been eating that meat right out of that bowl because they're leftovers yep but it's been giving me the shits man it's Ooh, been giving me the shits working blue yeah oh it's because i know my mom thaws her meat on the counter instead of the fridge mm-hmm so. that's yeah classic temperature danger zone am i right you're right Right You're right, right there. He's got it. The man it's like you know, yeah, you, you know, there's bacteria though, but it's just it's so naughty. It's like <laughs> it's so wrong. That. It feels so right. Because if there's something good that's sitting there left over, how could you not eat that? Like when I was a kid, my mom used to like make hamburger helper, and hamburger helper is one of those foods that's a total weakness for me. And she would have like the leftovers still in a pot in the pan, like the mm -hmm. next morning. So when I was a little kid, I'd get up in the morning and I'd just start eating it right out of the pan, even though it was cold and it was sitting there for like 12 hours. It's like you've got to have what you want. 
That's kind of true. It's like, yeah, throwing things in the refrigerator. That was like a thing I discovered. That's something that happens like as an adult. And like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is a thing. Because <laughs> growing up, there was just like pretty much refrigerator. There was like, that's just an optional storage place. It's like, it had nothing to do with the temperature. That's yeah. just if you want cool storage. Yeah. If you want cool. something cold, go yeah. ahead. Or if you want something in 12 years, throw it in the freezer. Yeah, like that. yeah, exactly. But most of our stuff growing up, we had everything was kind of was like we pretty much we could keep most things in the pantry. Like, for instance, our milk came in powder form. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, yeah. I bought powdered milk at the beginning of this uh, this whole pandemic thing, but I never got the guts to drink any of it. I don't know what to expect. I still have it. I think we could get a craze going powder milk challenge. <gasps> <laughs> Yes. Do you have to I, eat I it by itself? <laughs> just, Imagine how drunk would be. No, I, th- I was thinking we get nude and we just slather ourselves in honey and just throw powdered milk over one another. Just have a bunch of frivolity about it. Done. The powder milk challenge. It smells like breakfast. On the next Dirty, <laughs> pod- Dirty Stay Outs podcast. Uh, you and the captain, am I right? So oh, I found that while trying to come up with funny podcast ideas that I had a lot of ideas that I didn't. That I liked that I didn't want near the microphones, like uh, in the the note I sent you, how much gum can you fit in your mouth Uh was an idea that I had. But then I immediately saw some possible logistical problems with uh, seeing how much gum you could fit in your mouth while mic'd. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first of all, here is what I think is so funny about Ryan, because the things that you love are the things that I fear. I am afraid of gum. I have a fear of gum. Wait, 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 what? Yes. Snakes, which he loves, and gum. Like, it just... All right, we're seeing seeing eye to eye on snakes, but gum, that doesn't make a lick of sense. It just doesn't... Show your work. I just think it's weird. Okay. So, it's just... It's everywhere. It's everywhere. (laughs) That's not... First of all, no. (laughs) It's everywhere. It's almost nowhere. (laughs) It's literally nowhere within the periphery right now. Okay, so it could be everywhere. (laughs) There is nowhere that gum could not be. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that if we open one of those shucks of corn, (laughs) there is a chance that there's some gum inside. Are you telling me gum's a state of mind? It is. It is. It's a sticky state of mind. Let me ask you this, Michelle. What is the scariest kind of gum? The... The hubba bubba. The really gross, like, sweet, like, different colored... Just... I don't, you know, it's like too, I think what it is, man, is like when you're walking by somebody and they've got like a huge mouthful of it and it's like they're chewing on it like it's cud, man. And you can smell it. It's like those things. It just makes me uncomfortable. And I'm just like, I wish you wouldn't do that in front of me. But everybody That's loves fair. it. The kids love it. You I know? like some big league chew. Yeah. They love big league chew. The stringy stuff that you got to grab by the pouch and everything. Yeah, it's made to look like tobacco. For the oh, kids. Yeah. For the kids. Yeah. yeah. Like cigarettes, the candy cigarettes and everything. Just love oh. Those. Oh, another then one bites the, the dust. Goes. Then there was one. Yep. Uh, Moses kind of, okay. You have a real long microphone. I'm going to sit and relax, I just, though. just so, uh, yeah, this is nice because my knees were killing me. But we got to check the level. For those of you that weren't uh, watching this on what I assume will be on network television at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um. My mic stand just slowly but surely tipped over. Just like, you know, like a... It's a mic arm. (laughs) (laughs) It is not made to stand. (laughs) It did did dip. You know what it reminded me? It harkened uh, back to the uh, 
What's that that little bird that used to be able to it made itself drink because of maybe centrifugal force, I want to say? I don't know what that was. But I, don't it know. I know exactly. A name. I, don't, I don't remember if it has a name, but Trinky I know exactly birds. what you're talking about. Trinky birds. Why don't to- give it our own name? It's a drinky bird. It's a, a toy, right? Not the actual bird. It's not a legit bird. Like it's not. A, it doesn't tweet or isn't alive. But it just sort of. Yeah, it just it's got like, a top hat. It, yeah. It did. Yeah, dips and it drinks. It All dips right. and it drinks. Um, so, so gum. I guess like, here's the thing about like I don't I don't prefer I don't prefer gum. Like you, you guys, anyone that knows Matthew, he knows they know he's a mint man from way back. Mm-hmm. I like a mint because it's mm-hmm. you know you pop it in there, it's discreet. You feel like a million bucks about yourself, builds confidence. <laughs> like I can, mm-hmm. I can kiss any uh, fine dame it, hypothetically mm-hmm. if need be at, at any moment. You can. But gum, yeah, gum <laughs> is a very active thing. It's hard. <laughs> you are you're showing you're really putting yourself out there and like this is the kind of person I am. I'm chewing this gum. You know I'm chewing this gum. I know I'm chewing this gum. And if if that it's very it's kind of like um, it's pretty it's pretty an aggressive oral thing to do mm-hmm. in public, frankly. That's true. It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. And then I had a friend who, when we'd go out to eat, because she was a huge gum chewer, she would take her gum out and put it on her plate. So I got to stare at it whenever I'd eat. Mm-hmm. So it was just like trauma. I constantly say, being traumatized over and over again by this shit. I think if you're going to do that with gum, that the least you can... <laughs> the least you can do is use your tongue to smooth out all of the teeth marks on it. Because <laughs> people don't need to be looking mm-hmm. at those teeth marks. That's how they know. You just uh, tongue it into a little ball, and then they're just like, oh, we got there. Little, little gum ball. Yeah, it makes it it makes it more palatable, if you will. Yeah, for for the meal. I mean, that's why I like mint. No fuss, no muss, no cleanup afterwards. Yeah. It really is. It's like it's like gum, not to be problematic, but like gum to the mint is like chopsticks to the fork. All right, it's like, <laughs> and the people that like insist on sticking true. with gum, you know, it's like. They're just, they're just, it's like, I'm stuck in my ways. I'm not going to, because clearly a mint is an evolution to gum. I think, can we all agree on that? I, whoop, whoop, I hear ya. So it's like, why, we, we have this way cool new thing. Why won't you just like evolve with us? But then eventually it's like, what's the next thing? Because I'm probably going to be stuck on mints and pretty soon they're going to have like, with like those breath strips or whatever. And it's like, I can't get behind that because I'm still trying to have fun with it. You know? Yeah. I'm still, you know, I'm a nineties boy, a mint. Bring up those breath strips. I remember those breath strips. And those breath strips were gross at first, but then they were, like, a hundred times more powerful than mint. Like, I'm with you on the mint. I'm a mint gal. Like, not so much the Altoid mint, because I don't really feel like it does what it says it does. Oh, no. Hell no. No. There's stronger mints on the market, but the breath strips were okay. No? I'm not here. It's okay. It's See, I okay, feel like brother. the purpose of a mint <laughs> slash gum is is uh, a couple fold. That not only does it have the responsibility to freshen up your stanky breath, but it's also too if you got uh, a dry mouth or something like that. It's mm-hmm. uh, you know you people used to have hard candy. It's why yeah. it's why your grandparents are always uh, chewing those those hard candies that come in a little wrapper that looks like the outside of a strawberry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Classic. You can't get that dry mouth. You gotta. That was my go-to penny candy. Was it? Yeah, that strawberry one. But it was they over. I would say huh. that one. They definitely like oversold it because it the wrapper 
made it look much more delicious than the actual flavor of the candy. Correct. Which is still pretty good, but I would say if they just had it like in some like stupid, like in some gray wrapper and then boom, but then you never get somebody to get into there. So That's true. Well, if you have like a a hard candy variety pack and you see the butterscotch candy that either has a completely clear wrapper or a slightly yellow colored wrapper, then you look at that strawberry one and you say, what's this one hiding? Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Your your buddy over here has a completely clear wrapper letting me know what's going on, showing me there's not some kind of weird yeah. ring around the candy. What are you hiding? Is there a is there a nail sticking through? Yeah. Right. What the fuck is up with Usually that? Usually there's not, you? but But then of course you have the thing where the old bait and switch routine where you have like some yellow candy and so you can see through the wrapper, you see it's yellow, you're like, nice, I'm gonna get into some kind of a citrus, a lemon thing. And then what happens to you? Boom, banana. That's Boom, pineapple. True. Some, like, horrendously gross flavor that doesn't make a lick of sense in candy form. Yep. You know what I mean? That makes a lot of sense because I remember seeing, like, a, a ball of candy that was in a blue wrapper. And so I thought the candy was going to be blue underneath, but it was white menthol. And I'm like, I would have preferred some kind of a blueberry-ish flavored candy underneath this wrapper. And with your bullshit blue wrapper and your white mint candy, it's like, leave me alone. That's our new segment called You Can't Judge a Book by Its Cover. Am I right, guys? Come on. Dirty stayouts are very against deceptive advertising in confections. But I also want to make sure that our audience out there knows I'm not gum shaming. You got to do what you got to do. Going to get letters. I get it. I don't know about all this. I just know you're never getting a job on SNL. Not with this talk. (laughs) Not if Big Gum has anything to say about it. No, definitely not. All right, so let's just recap. What have we what have we discovered so far? We've discovered. Um, I don't remember what we what I literally don't have a memory of what we just talked about. So let's back it all. up to the taco talk. We discovered that okay. Ryan basically killed a mouse with Taco Bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, a murderer. Yeah. It probably would still be alive had it not uh, violated my inner sanctum. He's the offender. Yeah. So he got what was coming. I think you should leave wildlife alone until it encroaches on your personal bubble, and then you have to act. And there is the lesson in that bit. So we, so we're, uh, so stand your ground laws. Pretty apply much. In this situation, yeah. Yeah, I, I would, I would say so in this case. And then. Beat a mouse, beat a nosy neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's gonna trap you, and send you six feet under. Yeah. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like tr- intruders. Uh, and then we just, I guess we just dis- determined that uh, the mints are where it's at over the gum. But Yeah, if, if, if it's, uh, it's going to be a mint <laughs> or gum to choose from, we're going to go with mints. This podcast is pro-mints, uh, anti-mice, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that's what we discovered so far. And that was, um, Michelle, how many, to- what to- how many topics have we covered so far? Thus far, we've covered two topics. Seems like three or five. Oh boy, I'm already blowing it. This guy talking to. Uh, He's probably on a a Bluetooth or else he's crazy. Should we invite Mm -hmm. him over to interview him? I think that's the way that we're going to get our guests is Mm -hmm. that you have to be wandering by the tree. Usually when I see a guy just walking out of the cloak of darkness into a field, I'm thinking either (laughs) one of two things. (laughs) Do we have a bagger van situation or a field of dream situation? What would you say? This is, uh, what would we say uh, we have right here? 
He's a field of dreams guy. Mm, is beautiful. he is he the ghost in that situation or he's the alive fella? He's the alive fellow. He's talking to the ghosts. I don't know. I haven't seen either movie. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. And now we're going to roll out our next segment. Segment. Let's, let's get ready for Pico, your topic. Pico, your topic. I'm going to ask the lovely Matt Woodland if he could please at random... Pick it out of the hat. Pick it out of the we hat. We should say it's a hat. It's a hat. Yeah. A big brimmed hat. Yeah. Full of options. Probably the nicest hat you've ever seen. Okay. It's made of velour. Bright green. For this Pico Your Topic, we have best food poisoning. Oh. <laughs> that's a good one. Let's talk about the best instance of food poisoning. Best it, does, who, who's got one right off the top? Who's got one on the tip of I'm their dome? I'm always getting food poisoning because I can't keep shit out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm always eating. Michelle, take it away. All right. Where should I start? Let's talk about the taco meat incidents. I can't bring up the taco meat incidents. I've had a recent bout of diarrhea because <laughs> I've been eating this taco meat that I cannot get enough of out of a bowl in my mother's refrigerator and I get up at 3.30 in the morning and I gotta have a snack and I don't want to make anything so I'm just gonna get a spoon and stick it in a burnt dirty bowl of beef yeah. with, with the right kind of right kind of seasonings though there's something about my mom's beef man So this it's like you're peeing out of your butt <laughs> this, talk, this, ta- this this taco meat has poisoned two of our segments. <laughs> we, <laughs> we heard all about this. Ta- I'm surprised it didn't make an appearance with Ryan in the chopper with the weather, this taco meat. <laughs> it's omnipresent, this this gross taco meat. Oh, my good Lord. If this Should we name the taco there. meat? Name the taco meat? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about Carnita's way? (laughs) (laughs) Off the top of your dome. That's what. That's a little stinger we're gonna have when somebody says something (laughs) off the top of their dome. Oh yeah, (laughs) I liked it. Oh, all right. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Well, you and you and your taco meat has really taken over this pod, Ryan. I once uh, got severe food poisoning at a seafood restaurant called Captain Tosses. <laughs> oh God! And it was, and I was pretty young, but it was so bad that I don't think I ate any seafood for seven years. Oh yeah. You ever, you ever, uh, you ever have a, a food that you won't go near because of food poisoning? Yep. What does it say? Absolutely, it is salami. It is hard salami because I eat way too much salami. And I ended up, it was bad because it had been sitting out for a long time. So I just threw up. I just threw up. I get so scared about foodborne uh, illnesses, but it does not stop me from eating sketchy food. Nope. You would think that it would. Because you're taking a chance. You know there's a 50-50% chance. You're either going to make it out alive or you're just going to, like, it's true. I feel, I feel like my relationship to um, food poisoning is just pretty much like the excuse I use when I'm blackout drunk. <laughs> back in the day like i honestly can't remember a specific time that i've for sure been um f- uh poisoned by food because there's just been so many times that it's like that that's just what i go to but it's like um plausible deniability it's like it could have been the food or it could have been like the two handles of uh papa vodka that i had <laughs> so it's like i can't remember i with food the speci- the only thing i can really think of 
it's food related. It's not illness, but I um, there's this one time I made this banana bread, mm-hmm. and um, I had uh, you, have you ever noticed that sugar and salt are kind of similar, just like little and white, if you will. Oh yeah, like miniature Very similar. and white. Mm-hmm. So I ha- I made this banana bread, and I the, you know the thing about banana bread is you have to like it's you have to like because the bananas have to turn, and then you have to like. You have to be like, okay, I'm not going to just eat these bananas with my oatmeal. So you're just like, but I'm not going to throw them away because maybe hypothetically I'll make banana bread once in my life. So you just throw them in your freezer. And then like, meanwhile, they just like, every time you go in for a popsicle, there's just all these rotten bananas just strewn about. Oh my God. Like a dead banana serial killer guy. That is my mom's freezer. She's got all, she's got Mm -hmm. like 20 bananas. It's like a graveyard. A banana cemetery. Yeah, it's like a wishful thinking graveyard. You're just like, yeah, we're going to have baked goods. And meanwhile, you're just having frozen rotten bananas. But anyway, so it was like there was this fine. So this is just years of like it was my girlfriend's bananas at the time, my bananas (laughs) at the time, my mother's bananas at the time. And just this like just mixing generation of like Mm -hmm. bananas coming together. And I make this banana bread and um, I give it a taste and I says, it tastes like the ocean. Because I, I was so in denial, I was not going to accept that I put in double salt. <laughs> not only did I not put in any sugar, but I put in the sugar share, the lion share of nothing but salt. <laughs> so I put in like the pinch of salt that it calls for, and then the two cups of some more salt in lieu of sugar. <laughs> and I was just, and I forced myself to like slowly but surely eat that banana bread over the days just because there was so much um, history in that. So it's food related. So we're gonna we're gonna say that uh, fits the category. It does. It does. Fit but the I'm category. sorry. It there's no feces talk in that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay without your feces talk. But will you promise to talk to us a little bit about your feces a little later? You bring up another good point, though, <laughs> that food poisoning is one of the best excuses there there is because people will not ask about it because they do not want to hear about your feces. Mm-hmm. So if if you're lying, you can just say it's food poisoning. Nobody'll be the wiser. Yeah, you never get yeah, you never get interrogated. Prove it. <laughs> 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 Show me. <laughs> hmm. All right. The lighter side of food poisoning. Oh, topic conquered by the way. Topic conquered food poisoning. Boom. We got it. Taco meat. But you know what I feel like now? I'm in the mood for a little something different. Oh, a little something different. I'm in the mood for a little something different. Move it along. Getting a little restless. Uh, I want to see you clowns perform for me. Damn. Yeah. I think I, uh, I think I want to see what kind of talent we've got up in this circle. Ta-ta-ta-talent. Word. I don't know. <laughs> what well, let's figure out. Let's figure out exactly, folks. What's going on? How we're going to entertain you this evening. Rapid fire. All right, Ryan. What are we going to do tonight? Well, what are we getting into, Rye? Truth or dare? Oh, oh crap. Do some truth or dare. <laughs> All right. La la. <laughs> Here's how it's going to go. Matt? Yeah. You're going to pose truth or dare to Ryan just because I think that you're going to do a bang up job. I'm going to say truth or dare to Ryan? Well, you're going to pose the question to him, and then you're going to come up with something. Okay. Um, truth or dare? I'll, I'll truth it. Okay, truth. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing it. So far, I'm not doing a bang up job. Well, here's, let me, <laughs> let me just speak with my thing. My, cause my instinct was to go into, 
I was gonna say rank them and then say three people that we know. But then I realized <laughs> those, those are probably going to be the only people that listen to this podcast initially anyways. So that doesn't seem fair. So I, listeners. it's hard to do truth or dare on a more macro kind of thing without. So this is um. so I'm going to say. So he said truth. OK. What's your least favorite? And this is this this is uh, of all time in the past. What's your least favorite open mic in Western Massachusetts? Oh, least favorite open mic. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my instincts on this one and say uh, say the Elbow Room. I gotta say, dude, that's not Western Mass, my friend. I hate to be a stickler. Oh yeah, that's in Connecticut. Yeah, that's because that's an easy. Of course, it's the Elbow Room. But yeah. In Western Mass. Western Mass. We're looking at. Past or present? Past or present, my friend. Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say uh, Packard's. Packard's promise, my friend. Because physically, it was so disorienting trying to <laughs> trying to figure out all the crazy crap on the walls, and Damn. people would come in for the first time, and they're like, "Oh, I'll talk about this giant uh, boat and crab," and uh, we're all like, "We heard it." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that's my answer. That's a good point. It's a yeah. It's a very um, overstimulating room, and then uh, yeah, people would be like, "Oh man, like this was the." What I always noticed about Packers Promise is yeah, any new comic would come in, and they're just like just be their whole beginning of their set would just be looking around the room, and then just pretty much you know trying to work the room, trying to like improv, like just you know slam the room, and then they would just be like, "Hey, what's what's going on with this guy over here, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a wild looking thing over here. What about this decoration? That's a little uh, <laughs> that's a little incongruent. <laughs> it was fodder for comedy. Packers, how Packers. do you feel about that answer? I feel pretty good about that answer because I totally get it. Packers yeah. promise. I liked the vibe, but the the physical layout was there, there were a lot of blind spots. You didn't know where to look because there's true, yeah. there's a there's a under the stairs area mm-hmm. and there's a party area behind you where people are having a VFW get together or some kind of French fry cotillion. Yeah, and then the girls from Smith that walked through without tops on. Do you remember that? I no. This I mean I don't think yeah I don't think Ryan would rank it the lowest if he was there on uh, yeah that I was there I was there that night. That night I saw not only this is what I saw that night. Not only did I see a bare nipple. Mm-hmm. I also saw, ready, a bear rump. Oh. Whoa. That's right. That was also the night that I forget, somebody had to keep uh, keep a close eye on a one. Uh, who was that guy that was just the worst? What was his name again? <laughs> oh, no. I think I know who you mean. You know what? Oh, my God. What's his name? How, <laughs> what was his name? We all Gerard. know. We all know. Gerard. Gerard. <laughs> Just the absolute worst at all times. I for sure wasn't positive who you meant. <laughs> I, I was wondering where he'd been because he kind of like dropped off the scene for like the last few months before the pandemic. Like, why didn't nobody saw him around? Did he have a? Did what he? Do you did he have any? Did he have a fan base? People I, would encourage him. No. People would nobody encourage would. him. And I blame. Oh. Jo- I blame Joe K. I feel like Joe K. Single-handedly pushed that. This might be inside baseball, except for I keep forgetting that um, yeah. we're speaking to the people that know this very, very specifically. <laughs> Packers promise. I gotta say, Packers promise for me was actually probably 
my very favorite open mic (laughs) (laughs) because I just I've historically um, I can I only do well when everyone else does very poorly, like that's when I really like when some, when the room's going too hot, like you, you'll get the four one three, you'll get the bishops, and it's just like bang, bang, everyone's doing well, everyone's doing well, and then here comes Matthew stepping to the plate with all all the confidence in the world and just nothing, just totally just like that. But I can always usually I have a good performance if it's a train wreck kind of a show, which is this does not bode well for a career in showbiz for sure. <laughs> if I um, need uh, the situation to be poorly attended and poorly run and also the uh to have the room to be a poor room i feel like that actually applies to quite a bit of us in the in the in the northampton yeah, you're comedy right. scene yep. you're right my favorite uh shows as well as my favorite open mics have always been empty and unsuccessful mm-hmm. that's the best and that's i think what we're trying to recreate here by the tree yeah absolutely the crickets mm-hmm. provided by actual crickets represent the crickets provided by, uh, you know, people who are not really engaged. <laughs> <laughs> these, yeah, these crickets, although literal, are also proverbial because they are the crickets in our mind. That's our self-esteem, you yeah. know? It's like that's the self-esteem talking to us. But no, we're not. We have to change the attitude of we got to stop listening to the crickets and start listening to the cheerleaders, and by which I mean the sheep. <laughs> I don't know if you, the sheep, the sheep are pretty quiet right now. <laughs> For now. So uh, I don't know if that I don't know what that tells us about um, ourselves right now, but um, they'll be back. This sheep will be back. Do you think this the guy's sheep a sheep herder? Do you think he could be like a sheep herder who maybe has missed his flock? He looks like a sheep herder. <laughs> he looks like the kind of guy that's no stranger to taking a buck knife to a sheep's throat. But like not for like farmer reasons. For um, probably sexual gratification, if I had to guess. Yeah. Yeah, this guy does look like the worst. What is that doodad on the back of his hair, by the way? It's I think it's a scrunchie. Oh, it's is so it hard. a bun held by a scrunchie, a though? Because then that's a crime. It would be more cool if it was one of those uh, like samurai buns that's got a chopstick in it. Mm. See, it looks like it would. It's in the place that would be holding a man bun, but he's his the bun itself hasn't grown in yet. So it's like a placeholder. <laughs> the scrunchie is just like this is where the hair will protrude. It's like a little right puppy tail right now. Do you think this fellow is thinking about his life and the course it's taking? Because he looks like kind of introspective. You know, he was he was standing up on the bleachers over there for a minute, and I think mm-hmm. maybe he's thinking about his dad, his son, uh, his career path, his man bun. He could be wondering where he could host his podcast out here. He's like, well, they took that tree, and I was going to host my podcast by that tree. He's thinking, where in the Sam Hill did I put my uh, chopstick? (laughs) (laughs) Gosh darn it. See, I would think that, except for the fact that he's also been muttering and yammering the whole time, which really (laughs) takes away from from a scene of introspection and uh, ponder. Does he have a Bluetooth in his ear? He might, but... I'd like to think that he's muttering to himself, uh, yeah. I'm going to show Julia. I'm going to show <laughs> I'm going to show her who's got no capabilities. And is Julia <laughs> the sheep that he's going to kill later? Is his best sheep. <laughs> oh, now he's on the swing set. Now it's time to feel like a kid again. And I murderous thoughts aside. When I was trying to figure out whether to do truth or dare, I thought how many good dares are there that aren't going to end up in contracting the COVID virus? <laughs> so, 
Oh yeah, I would have had you. I, I, all I know, I, I don't know what exactly I'd have you do, but I'm sure you're, uh, ch- uh, I would have you drop trial. <laughs> I'll start with that. This is a dangerous group to do the truth or dare with. Dangerous group, and we're out in the middle of nowhere. It's cold, too. Yeah, Orgy it podcast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but oh, you know, done swinging already. I kind of feel like doing another truth or dare though. I feel like we just didn't get our fill with the first round. I kind of feel like really. I, I kind of feel like I want Ryan to put the ball in Ryan's court and Ryan like, stick it to one of us. Good I didn't have a good. great answer because honestly, I don't go, travel that far from my guys, <laughs> so I only had several to choose from. Well, I also only gave you because <laughs> in my answer, I I very I let's face it, I narrowed it down to Packard's Promise, four one three. Yep. And uh, bishops, and you're like, what, like a thirty percent owner of four hundred one tree, a begrudged partner. <laughs> oh damn! Oh, this is getting too real. Comedy by the corn. Too real. Comedy by the corn. That's what. It's corny. As soon as this catches on, that's when the snow is gonna start falling. <laughs> yeah. I, have you noticed? I've just. I can't tell if I'm over caffeinated. Or going into hypothermia right now. Because oh. I am shaking. shaking. <laughs> I'm cold. What's our next? Uh, so, Michelle, you're thinking you're calling You're calling for a redo. I want to, not a redo, but I want to do another one. I just want to kind of like, let's do okay. one more. Let's do one more. Let's Titillated. like, really, this is like, Ryan, I just want you to pick your victim. Pick your victim. Whoever pick you want to. Yeah. Do I also get to pick the question? I do the question. You can do whatever right. you want. Ha ha. All right. Do it. I'm I'll start dropping trout now. Just get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew. All right. Tr- truth uh, or dare, Michelle. Oh, backfire. I'm going to do a dare. Damn. Just to mix it up a little bit. I don't think you all know this, but I was crazy back in my 20s. I know I seem all kind of like maybe, I don't know, calm and domesticated right now, but I was nasty bitch Tellerico back in the early 2000s. Damn. Because mm-hmm. I was just telling Ryan, I'm like, I'll bet you Michelle wasn't even so crazy back in her 20s. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what you talking about, Matt Whipple? crazy. Surely you're not talking about crazy bitch Tellerico. It's nasty bitch Tellerico. <laughs> Dirty, nasty bitch <laughs> Michelle Tellerico. <laughs> I had a mouth on me. Well, I swear for swears. I had a mouth on me for swears. I'll start anything. (laughs) All right, you lunatic. All right, what are you going to get this lunatic into? What am I going to do? I'm ready. She's sick. Suggestion. What's a good... What's a good... Because there's there's an uncanny valley in dares. You know what I mean? There's there's a G-rated dares, and there's a, a... Here's how the those who say dare mm-hmm. are the ones putting themselves on the gauntlet. So, see, I didn't say dare because I was uh, simultaneously afraid of having to lick the table that the microphones oh, fell off of, damn. or having to do some kind of a backflip and hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I have faith that I'm sitting at this table with two gentlemen. Who will take it easy on me a little bit? I guess that's what I'm putting my weight in, but I could Dude, be very wrong. Make her fuck, make her lick the table as she does a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> I've got arthritis. I'll lick the table, but your backflip might be a little too much because of my arthritis. Well, I, I dare you to pick and eat some field corn. Oh! Now, okay. Out of out of field the uh, corn, out of the field, yeah, out of the field. field. 
All right, here we go. We gotta be able to All see right. it. Make sure it's not corn you brought with you. All right, Michelle. Regular cooked corn. What do you want? <laughs> Fine. You want to check me for corn, officer? I swear I don't have corn. Do not take your bag into the field. Leave the. By the way, for anybody out there, corn does a horrible number on my system. So. <laughs> Ryan might as well have oh just taken God. a machete <laughs> and opened up my lower intestine oh for everybody to see. Somehow, let's do this. Somehow, Michelle has was able to bring her, her food, her food poisoning dung bit into every single segment. Food poisoning? <laughs> she shoehorned it into every topic. She really is a sick monkey. All right, I'm gonna take some. These are. I'm gonna try to take some candid. Uh, Photos. Oh yeah, we could add them. Because yeah. people are wondering, they're like, I just can't picture it. Yeah. So yeah, Michelle is. Um, you don't have to eat the whole ear, though. I mean. So she's got Michelle. She's got a. Seems like she found some corn for herself, an yep. ear, if you will. That is. Oh my God, that thing <laughs> was not kept for. That is in the temperature power. danger zone. If I've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like the teeth are oh, going to fit in it. Look at that ear. Oh my god, you're going to break my front teeth. Oh my god. I, I would hate to eat that ear of corn. I'd sooner eat the ear from Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm going to try Come to on. bite into it. Come I... on, Steelers Wheel. What you got here? It's possible that that's not the best ear of corn out there, but I, <laughs> I would understand if you're not going back out into the field. Okay, so she's got some uh, corn. It looks... It looks like oddly, <laughs> it looks like phony, it looks like plastic no. yellow. It tastes like plastic. It oh! This is, Michelle, you just fell victim to our prank. Place, <laughs> replace all the real corn <laughs> with, with, with fruit bowl corn. Take one from the other side because the corn on the other side is gum. Eat that corn, Michelle. <laughs> oh! And what's that coming out of the end? A snake. <laughs> snake Ow. gum corn. Call back. You have no Damn, idea. Damn, Michelle. That's how I wrote. <laughs> That's how I ride, y'all. Y'all don't Dude, know. Dude, this Michelle doesn't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'll eat your corn in the field. I'll eat whatever <laughs> in that damn field. She'll fucking bring dung into every topic. She'll eat some fucking rotten corn. Look, I am a hard-ass biatch. I can appreciate that. You know? And I'm real. Everybody poops. Just because I'm a lady, I'm not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Let me talk to you some you really triggered something. Since the age, I swear, ever since I was six months old, I've She's been told to act box. like a lady. Right. Be ladylike. Yeah, right, right, And I right. never have been. I don't know how to be. Damn. So that's what you're going to get. I heard you flunked finishing school. <laughs> Any truth to that? It's true. I flunked it all. Nice. I'm self-taught. I'm putting my salad fork next to my soup spoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's proper or not. It's not proper. I'm so punk. But you are so punk. Thanks. And that's why it was a fucking cool thing to say. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, all right. So. I hope I proved myself to this group now that I ate hard corn. Hardcore. Hardcore corn. Hard, hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, want, yeah, you just, you just, yeah, initiated yourself to the group um, and that you were already accepted to. <laughs> And you know what? I'm not going to stop with theirs. Oh, what you going to get into next? <laughs> oh, no. 
I, th I think I know where she's going Eventually, next. location will change, and there will be more opportunities for worse things. I guess I got to, like, oh look God. up what are good dares, because I, I was just like, what are, like, when you're a kid, it's just, like, eat something. Go naked somewhere. Yeah. Like, run it, naked. It's too, yeah. It's too cold. And nobody wants to see that right now. No, I mean, truth or, dare, truth or dare is invented because um, people don't know how to tell um when you're younger especially you don't know how to tell somebody that you like that you like them so you have to do this big grandiose and involve all these um other people but it's just yeah it's just a roundabout way to kiss emily yeah <laughs> agreed yeah so as adult playing truth or dare i don't know what you do because That's it is it i've never this is probably the first time i've played truth i think a game probably a game truth or dare is a very there's a very small window where it's super appropriate and it's also the best like 12 it, yep right? yes yeah. 12 <laughs> 12 is great but yeah i think there, there's other like childhood games that i think really kind of can go into different like for instance like never have i ever because that just deals with your entire your all of your past you your can history. do it you can yeah pick your pick your topic but it never gets yeah <laughs> But it never gets as... as uh, and then that game, Spin the Bottle, that's just like... That's just pretty much legalizing orgies. That's not games. a real yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. That's not a thing. That's just like, let's just start uh, sucking face, as yeah. the kids say. Seven apparently. minutes in heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever, ever really do the seven minutes in heaven thing when you were younger? No. No. <laughs> I, um... Not, not in the guise of a game. I, I Honestly, I have a memory of doing it but i think i actually just reappropriated a scene from a movie as my <laughs> memory because i don't i don't think i did but i do have a vivid memory of doing it Go oh on. you know what that also could be childhood trauma thank you <laughs> <laughs> very well thank you well, could be thanks a lot michelle Sorry, you're man. So, you're, so, you're so badass. <laughs> That's right. You're going to have me rocking in the fetal position. <laughs> I make you remember. <laughs> you will remember. <laughs> you I thought will. Michelle was about to tell us an anecdote about having diarrhea during seven minutes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I had this seven-minute-long diarrhea But you guys, session. it did happen. After oh, I ate tacos. God. I had tacos first, and then it happened. And then I played seven minutes in heaven. It was taco meat. It's a good game. <laughs> All right, get to the next category. Category. <laughs> so well, now I want to know what y'all like. And so that means it's time for our top five. Top five. Top five. You're going to You're going to hear. One, two, three, four, five. You're going to hear our opinions, and you're going to like it. <laughs> All right. Who? All right. All right. Maestro. From the envelope. Maestro. It's better be the Glengarry leads. Uh, grunge bands. <laughs> grunge bands. Okay. All right, top five grunge bands. All right, Michelle, what you got? Who's your top five? Okay. Who's your fifth? My fifth. My fifth. Uh, I think my fifth. My fifth would be Alice in Chains, and I know that they're really good. Okay. I love Alice in Chains, but they're very dark. I don't want to say but they're very dark because that's why they're great. Listen to me. I sound like a boomer. All right, Alice in Chains. They're part of my top five. Alice Good enough for me. Good enough for me. Um, I want to feel like I want to say the Lemonheads. Are they grunge or are they alternative? I don't think we. I don't think. I don't. I don't. I. I don't care. All right. 
<laughs> the Lemonheads are number four. I feel yeah. like Ryan's got some insight on this more than I do. I feel like maybe they're they're alternative. What does grunge uh-huh. even even mean? Do you have a do you have a definition? I mean, because you could. I would just think that we're putting uh, all the bands that sort of played together or played around the same time in the '90s and wore uh, like lawn mowing clothes, like dirty shoes, like flannels, yeah, things like that. Was a uh, what's that band that did Runaway Train? Never oh, Soul Soul Asylum? Asylum. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely. Yep, that, that's right. I, in that's there, a good yeah. one. They, yeah, they could. That's a, but if you couldn't, you could never put Soul Asylum on a top five list. Why? Not, not even. Why do one? you say that? I don't think so. Well, you could try. <laughs> well, I can see where he's coming from because they don't have the hits like the Soundgarden does or like Alice in Chains. They, I feel like I remember maybe two or three songs that they came out with that were big, but I could be wrong, Ryan. No, I only know that one song. <laughs> <laughs> Retraction. Um, okay, and is there is there a specific? What would we? What would you categorize as the specific grunge years? What is that window, for you? Ninety-one mm-hmm. to ninety-four. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> that's true. Yep. And that that's the and like that's not to say there wasn't some grunge bands before it. There wasn't some grunge bands after it. Mm-hmm. But that's those are the peak years. Yep. What was? What would you say is the very first year? of grunge even existing 1987 okay and who is that i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh nirvana's first album and uh and and that band tad who's also from seattle they had a very very heavy singer (laughs) who his guitar looked tiny on him but they were a very heavy band as well from the same area nice <laughs> Sometimes you gotta stop and enjoy the crickets, you guys. Sometimes you gotta stop and enjoy yep. the crickets, bro. Just listen to them. I I bet. So th- any crickets that we can hear, I assume, are on this tape because I don't think we would be able to hear them in our ears with the headphones on. Yeah. So I think they're here with us. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you when you hear the cicadas, that means it's time for the call-in portion. <laughs> 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 you What's know what the cicadas means, guys. What you got your bug? Hot 97, tell me why you're mad. <laughs> I'm mad because of all these dang little bugs. <laughs> Spoiling my podcast. <laughs> what a zoo crew. Oh, oh, my good Lord. So, yeah, in, oh, God, in the very last year, like the very last year anybody did uh, grunge, new grunge music, when do you think that would be? Probably, like... I mean, people are still probably making it somewhere. You think there's still somebody making grunge music? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Because wow. really, if you want to define grunge music, wasn't it technically just the sound of like the garage bands? Like when you're you got a garage band, it's just kind of that sound that it's not as. Because uh, you have like m- bands like Mud Honey and some of the ones that are a little not lesser known, but have been around longer than maybe the Pearl Jams and the Sound Gardens, all like that. And they had more of that rough, kind of rustic sound versus like the really mixed, you know what I mean? I, mean, I think a lot sense. of the bands that, yeah, no, absolutely. And a lot of the bands I think that you're talking about are sort of like, uh, they're like redneck punk by way of like 70s arena rock. Yeah. Is a lot mm-hmm. of those bands. Yep. But then too many of those bands I feel like are ruined by having 
the Eddie Vedder sounding vocalists. Because there's a lot of like I love the sort of the detuned guitars and the heavy bass and the and the sort of classic rock drums, but it is always ruined for me when uh, the singer sounds like. Yep. That sounded pretty fucking cool. Do you guys want to quit the podcast, start a band? Let's do it right yeah. now. But we all have to sing like See, I feel a lot of yeah, because like a, even like a lot of the grunge bands, they started even they. Even if they continue into the later '90s, they got away from the whole grunge sound. Was there any like grunge band that just kept like we're just like we're just we're sticking with this? That like really just like because I'm thinking like as even like Soundgarden, STP, their later albums are definitely they're more like I don't know maybe in the in the alt rock vein or mm-hmm. whatever like that. Like they're not really that specific. Like they all had like you have ten. Uh, you have core like they all had yeah. that very specific in that early 90s time very specific deliberate grunge record yep. and then they all kind of like went off in their ways but is there any band that just kept is just like forever kept the grunge thing going pearl jam is well no because back to your what you were saying i mean they're still going but they're not like playing grunge grunge they're just yeah, kind I, of more i feel like they haven't been a grunge band like i wouldn't consider it's like pearl jam they were in the grunge front they're from the they spawned from the grunge scene but would you say like modern Pearl Jam is a grunge band? No. No. Adult contemporary. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. I love Eddie Album Vedder oriented though. Rock. I feel bad saying that. Yeah. This is my impression of Eddie Vedder. You guys, you can go to be at the gig at the God interior. This is y'all led better. <laughs> you ever know he does like a bunch of commentary you can't understand and then he go and then he goes into a song well you know the funny thing is he was on that movie singles he was in singles and he actually had a line and you can hear what he's saying he's like a compliment for us it was a compliment for you <laughs> i was like oh he speaks now i'm bummed that we didn't already have eddie vetter and and our impressions envelope do you want to do some... Let's do it right now. Let's do some Who Does Vetter Better. Who Does Vetter Better. Who right. Does Vetter Better. This is Who Does, a special edition of Who Does Vetter Better. Yeah. <laughs> I started out really not liking any Pearl Jam. At this point, I've heard at least the those singles from 10 enough that now I hear it on the radio, and I'm like, oh, I kind of like this, even though I know it's just familiarity. It's not real like. It's familiarity. Right. Yeah. So with that in mind, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i do one. <clears throat> All right. Concrete. Hell yeah. Even flow. Beautiful. Nice. Pretty good. <laughs> Not bad. Michelle, I hear you got a vetter. Let's see who does vetter better. I will be performing. Performing. <laughs> I will be performing Black. Black. By Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, I can't look at you two. Okay. Shirts of empty canvas, Honda sheets of clay. Oh my god. That was pretty good. I don't know if it's the autumn air, but I got goosebumps. I like that. Beautiful. That's, I'll do that to good. you. I'll do that to you. I'm going to do something a little bit later. I, I, I don't I don't really prefer the 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 grunge era Pearl Jam. I'm more like, I'm a guy, I'm a guy that likes elderly woman behind the counter <gasps> in a, some store in a small market town, and she's just... Uh, been there her whole life and it's kind of like a metaphor for um, some things you can count on song well I seem to recognize your face (laughs) 
slowly forgotten to sing. You can never seem to realize. But um, there you are, and here I am. Hearts and thoughts, they fade, fade. But my favorite part of the whole song is, <laughs> My God, it's been so long <laughs> since I've been you here. That's mine. Yay. I appreciate that. Do Thank we vote you. on who did better better? Uh, yeah, we do. Can't vote for yourself. So let's do the system. Oh, we can't vote for yourself. No. I vote for Michelle. Aww. You guys. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I want your vote. <laughs> yeah, I vote for Michelle, too. <laughs> Better best. I love Matt. I'm going to vote for Ryan, though. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, he did sound like... So eventually, <laughs> eventually what's going to happen is I'm going to rule the school with the truth or dare, and I'm going to rule the school with better is better, and I'm setting a precedence right now. Damn. So that means step it up. Step up your better. I'm going to assign you all a Pearl Jam album this evening to oh, no. sing along to so you get your... Going. All right, I got a, I got a, a, a question, better related. Mm. A, uh, a song that you really like, covered by an artist you really hate that almost ruined oh, it. Oh, beautiful And for me, question. it's going to be... Love that song, hate that version. Oh, it's too, that song, I, that song just breaks. There's some songs that just break my heart too much to listen to. Yes. I'm just like, I just, and it's not a, it's not a heartbreaking sounding song, but it's, and I'm not the kind of guy that listens to the lyrics, but if you're just like really specifically talking about <laughs> your baby dying. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's just too on the nose and literal. And it's, it's a bit much for me, but. That's a great. That's a great question, Michelle. Do you have one off the top of your dome? I'm trying to think. I do, but you know, I wanted to say like they did. I agree with you because that song makes me cringe. I hate that song. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's like adult contemporary Pearl Jam right there. But then they do. You've got to hide your love away by the Beatles for the I Am Sam soundtrack and like. And I okay, so I've got a I've got a little bit of a boner for Eddie Vedder. I've always had a crush on Eddie Vedder. I've loved him, still love him. So he could do no wrong. But I'm going to answer your question about the the cover song done bad. Think about this. Cover song done cover bad. Song done. It's like the song is food poisoning. It's like the song took some of my mom's taco meat. <laughs> I kind of like for me, I um, wait, did you did you have one? I'm still cooking one up I in have my head. The, I have the, I, off the top of my dome, I do have, like, the opposite situation, where I despise the original, but then the cover is pretty great. And, I mean, for me, that would be Annie Lennox in the Eurythmics, Sweet Dreams. I find that song to be completely unlistenable. But <laughs> Marilyn Manson, he, he fucking, it, it's because he goes into that part, because he, he goes, he's like, and he just, you know, he just says the same thing, but then mm-hmm. he just, he just throws in just that classic, just like, wow, 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 yep. wow, that Marilyn Manson, it's just like, you wah, can't wah. help, yeah, it yeah. can't help but to be fucking great, awesome. wah, wah. It's, it's so fucking good. It's a little more intense, because the, the video. Wah, wah. Where he's like all covered oh, in mud riding the pig. Oh, he's so I didn't know cool. what I was looking at the first time I saw that video. It changed my life. He is. There's for nobody. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> I used to walk. I walked around as a kid with this Marilyn Manson shirt. And 
I can't remember what there was just like some humongous words on the back and it was just the most like thinking back it's just I'm it's just that it just had the douchiest just like it's like it would be cool the thing is Marilyn Manson and all his stuff is only cool when it's Marilyn Manson doing the stuff but then when you're like a 12 year old boy being like I want to be cool like Marilyn Manson you can't you can't be more of just a wuss (laughs) walking around with an oversized Marilyn Manson shirt and it's like it's got scary Marilyn Manson on your belly and meanwhile you're just like this pimple like boy with like manic panic in your hair but you didn't even try to bleach it first (laughs) (laughs) oh the worst but um what a relatable (laughs) 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 ah male manson we got to get him on the pod why not who do you know who do you know you should know somebody right marilyn manson yeah i um (laughs) i'll talk to uh you know who i know is um uh um Damn it! I can't. <laughs> I couldn't remember the reference. That the, the girl from Jawbreakers. Ah. What's his face? Rose McGowan. Rose oh, McGowan. Oh yeah! Everybody she, loves Rose McGowan from like, right? That's it. That's it. Everybody loves the Rose McGowan because she's hot. Yep. All right, Michelle. Did you? Uh, I thought of one. Ooh. Mm. The first cut is the deepest by Cheryl Crow. Okay. I don't like that cover. Because it's a cover of a Cat Stevens song, and it just oh, sounds yeah. too—it sounds too like poppy and too like mm. you know. too polished. Too polished, yeah. I think a song can sound too polished, and it's just, yeah, that's exactly what it is. I'm not a big fan of it. Take that, Cheryl Crow. Yeah. And by the way, I still love you, Cheryl Crow. You do some sweet shit sometimes. You're my favorite mistake. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like a. <laughs> That's like a pizza bagel, like trying to cover like uh, Papa John's or not Papa John's, Pepe, <laughs> Frank Pepe's. <laughs> I just, I got, I got all, I got the reference. You, you know, what I'm saying Frank that. Pepe's is a Connecticut pizza place, right? You just, I got serious because I just started thinking about pizza, and I thought yeah, about like yeah, the yeah. garlic butter sauce you get at Papa John's that you could dump your crust in. Mm-hmm. So that's why anything about food just takes my brain away. Yeah, I'm an animal. Well, that's yeah. If I was smart, I would have brought some food with me. But every time I am not hungry, I forget that I'm at some point gonna be. Oh yeah. Interesting. I fall into that trap here all the time. <laughs> oh, but wait, Ryan, we've got a field of corn. <laughs> Please, it's amazing. Oh. <laughs> 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 Laugh harder. That's cultural appropriation. Canceled. Canceled. Yes, canceled. So canceled. No, sir. Can't be canceled already. <laughs> canceled, canceled, so canceled. You get canceled in syndication. Oh, boy. Bang oh out a hundred of these. Get signed <laughs> to Yahoo. So. Lycos. Hmm. Glucose. Hmm. Not a bad idea. Oh, my God. We almost, this is, we're, we're probably getting down to the finish line. Am I wrong? I think we are. Do we have uh, one, do we have one last thing to do and then call it a day? Uh, well, what do we have? <laughs> Ordinarily, we'd be taken out by the Kazunatics uh, with some music, but uh, they'd be leading us out this evening on this the end of this here podcast. Cause our... Well, this is a very special episode because it's the first episode without the Kazunatics. Yes, it is, but the Kazunatics will be here for the mm-hmm. next episode. And folks, hold on. They're all in hospital with... Food poisoning. <laughs> oh, cool. Yuckaroo. This is like this episode is like the behind the scenes 
but of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's the behind the scenes, but there is no the main product. I just said the same thing twice in a row. Sorry about that. You did, but that's okay. Sorry. We understand now that you explained it to us the second time. No, I'm glad I wasn't listening the first time, so you really <laughs> clarified it. Listen back to the pod. Yep. You're going to have a lot of editing to do. I'm listening I'm to gonna, it right you now. You are going to have a lot of editing I'm going to need you to edit out each and every cricket. <laughs> 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 I want the exact amount of blueberries in every muffin. <laughs> do you have any idea how long that will take? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know, guys. What do you think? We're going to take it out for the night. So, uh, Ow. Ow. Thank you for listening to... The Dirty, Dirty Stayouts! Taco the Tango. <laughs> Trademark. Good night, everybody. Good night. We love you.